0: Hello dear Bored Stupid listener wherever you may be. Just a quick note from me before the episode starts. Before recording this episode we had some hardware and software issues in the initial setup which has resulted in a whole heap of audio glitches, interference and and noise through the chat. Hopefully you don't find it too distracting. Um, The content of the episode on Project Delete we think is really fun and we're proud of the content of the episode and uh, again apologies for the audio quality as you can tell from this particular clip it's been sorted since then and will be sorted forevermore going forwards so uh, bear with it and hopefully you'll enjoy the chat on what is a fantastic game hello and welcome to board stupid the podcast that loves talking tabletop board games DD, and other awesome stuff i'm wayne i'm simon
1: i'm tom and i'm nick hello nick hello
0: welcome aboard having me? Uh, no, problem. no problem. anytime time, we'll get into Nick shortly. But we're just a few nerds talking about the things we love that are worth geeking out on. So Simon are you ready? Let's do Tom are you ready? ready? Hoorah. <laughs> Nick are you ready? I'm <laughs> ready to kill <laughs> some aliens <laughs> yeah. Kill some aliens <laughs> <laughs> If you guys are ready let's dive in this week's episode. This week, we played Project Elite. We played as a series where we talk about an epic board game that we played this week. And this week, it's the dice-drafting, gun-toting, real-time bug-squashing Project Elite. In this episode, we're going to be diving into the things we liked and breaking down the elements that make it great. At the end of the day, we only play awesome games. And in Project Elite, they're really coming out of the goddamn walls. (laughs) (laughs) Tom. Oh, nice. Nice. In Project Elite, players are members of the elite squad on a mission to stop the invading forces of an alien empire. Stopping the invasion requires players to speedily roll dice as they take part in real-time two-minute combat rounds against waves of terrifying enemies. Project Elite plays up to six players. It's designed by Konstantinos Kokinis, Marco Portugal... Who I think is actually now part of Seamon Well, he is part of Seamon Games, and this is a Seamon game. Uh, and Sotiros. Okay, oh, you've done me over with this Come one. Come on, Wade. Sotirios <laughs> Santillas?
1: Santillas? Yeah, is that a bit right? I think it's 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 harder to read than it is to say.
0: Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> All of that is that was that's some good stuff. Published by um, Artipia Games and also Seamon Global and Funforge, depending on your uh, market. Let's start as we always do by talking about the components
2: and art design. So many minis, many my god. Minis. <laughs> and we used all of them, I think. <laughs> this game has got well, you have your hero character, which is a beautifully cast uh, plastic miniature. You put your colored base on to denote which uh, toy is yours, effectively. And then there are an absolute ton like a full box full of alien miniatures, different sculpts. Must be 15 to 20 of each, and there's at least three types, plus all of the big bad bosses.
0: There is a butt-tonne of plastic in this box.
3: Lots and lots, yeah. Nice that you've done a few of them paint up, which is uh, quite neat, better than the few colours that they have. They generally Um, come in this sort of
0: weird, fleshy mm. plastic, so um, it's just easier to differentiate, which we'll get into a little bit later, but if you'd imagine in a real-time game having no colour differentiation... I think they probably, in terms of, my, uh, if I have an initial critique in the production, they could have done like a Rising Sun, yeah. you know, or, uh, or an Ankh where you've got the different colour models.
1: Mm. Yeah, the, I'd say The so. one that gets me is the, you know, at a glance, the biters and the shooters have a reasonably similar silhouette. Mm. Yeah. So if they weren't coloured differently, they'd be quite difficult to tell apart. Yeah. Same, bosses same scale, obvious. same pose. Yeah. The bosses are obvious, they're cast in red but all of the minion goes. monsters are the same colour. It's a lovely fleshy y- pink.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fleshy pink.
3: Yeah. Kind of dildo coloured. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh... Now you've said it. <laughs> now I can't unlook at it. No, you've just... you've, you have ruined the slightly ribby looking dogs there. <laughs> um, o- o- odd colours aside, though, oh they're very gosh.
2: compelling miniatures, I think. They yeah. I mean Rit for the, your terror. The, the runners are in full... Pounce oh on God. two legs, rear legs flailing behind them. Mm. Uh, the biters have this huge gaping maw. Mm-hmm.
1: There you go. I just handed Wayne a the, uh, the boss, the boss monster that has the naked lady embedded in his torso.
3: Oh yeah, there she is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah.
2: These these boss monsters are big enough that they barely fit in uh, the given map tiles. They're they're in a bright red to clearly differentiate them. They've got teeth, spikes, blades, mutated. I mean, what, Elton- e- what even is that? This guy, <laughs> this
1: guy is just a pile of tentacles. It's yes. an eldritch
2: abomination. Yeah, just a lot of stuff going on there. That is terrifying. Very, very evocative of yeah,
3: uh, yeah an alien infestation Yeah, when that, when that one there came out, whose name I can't remember was probably something horrifying. The uh, gut slug. Yeah, the gut slug. When he came <laughs> out and it was just a case of wham, I was like, oh, and then he just you know brought some others with him just to exacerbate the mm-hmm. horror. Spawn some friends. Spawn some, Spawn some friends. friends, yeah. yeah. Terrifying. So, as always, um,
0: and as we talk about, this is a Simon slash on board game, so the production is lavish as ever.
2: Yeah, definitely cool mini. Cool mini. It's <laughs> cool, yeah, there's
0: some cool minis on this game. Uh, I said a butt-ton of them and a butt-ton of bits. We have a lovely double-sided game board, which I'm a fan of, because we, we get double the approach to the missions, because this is kind of a scenario game, yeah. isn't it? So.
1: so you can sort of, I guess you can mix and match the missions with the either side of the board, get sort of double the mm-hmm. double the bang for your buck if you like.
0: Yeah, we've got like a down spaceship and then like a fortress slash base slash
3: lab thing. Yeah, you've got
2: your lab which you fall back to on the, the basic side and they the reverse has this, as Wayne says, a great crashed spaceship, which again quite evocative. It really kind of throws you into the atmosphere of oh shit, we are we are really in this. Um creates some interesting terrain that you have to move around rather than it being a straight shot up and down you have to move yourself around mm. it. Uh, line of sight comes into it quite a lot, whether you can target an enemy or they can pounce towards you. And quite crucially on this as well, uh, hundreds of little arrows from one tile space to the next, which denotes the movement of any of the alien creatures.
1: Like one gigantic flowchart. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> it, yeah. The yeah. players
2: themselves can move uh, tile to tile as they like,
3: either uh, square or diagonally. It was an imposing sight to see that sort of flipped out, and you had just the arrows everywhere. I was like, "Oh, okay," but then on this consideration of, "Oh no, this is just essentially the the monster programming," which yeah, is exactly. And nice way because I've seen other games do it. it's the case of every time it's a it's draw a card out of a deck and then appropriate what you think is going to happen. So there. much harder to predict. Yes. Yeah. But it, yeah. I guess it goes. I, into... I, the, I like
1: a game where you can see the engine. Yes. Where, where you can see and, all of those elements and you can plan
3: in advance. Yeah, and it's very helpful for obviously. When we get to the action phase, how the game actually rolls, it's very apparent that you need that for that gung ho. Yeah, it's m- crucial mode. that the, the alien movement
2: yeah. is controlled by an onboard mechanic.
3: Yeah. And is relatively straightforward and
2: obvious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: It does make it quite clear, actually. But yeah, let's pivot. Actually, uh, before we talk about the rest of the components, of which there are a ton, and talk about the general art design. And like you say, I would one hundred percent agree. It's very evocative. It's got that Starship Troopers vibe. More right? Starship
2: Troopers than Alien, yeah. Yeah, much, much more, more action oriented. It's yeah,
0: yeah. If you guys have listened to our Nemesis episode in the past, that's survival horror in deep space. This is more survive with your big gun.
2: Yep.
1: And. Blow some sharp. You're a big burly man with a big burly gun, or burly lady, or a
3: big burly lady with a big burly gun. Whatever you like. (laughs) It does evoke uh, some Gears of War vibes as well. Just Ah, big dudes, big armor with big guns against a slew of kind of meaty enemies as well. Because apart from the small dildo dogs, apart from the small runners, (laughs) um, (laughs) they are all they are all quite evocative as sort of like the the beefy ones you get in the sort of Gears of War, where it's just yeah, chunky chunky bad guys running at you equally chunky people and ladies obviously not as chunky but still impressive looking they've all Hmm. got their everyone's a bit badass yeah everything is badass aliens including except for
1: the shooters the shooters look look a a little bit a little bit special.
3: <laughs> oh, they, well, oh. they, they haven't got any hands. They have so canons, yeah, hand they, hands. They,
2: they've got cannons at the end of their appendages. Yeah, they're they're probably like. very frustrated. Uh, yeah, with, with that Gears of War reference. Maybe that's why they are dildo dogs. Maybe. Yeah.
3: Uh, oh, oh. <laughs>
0: you started it. I can't. Uh, I know. I, I opened that box. Yeah. I opened it.
2: Yeah, with that Gears of War reference, you could argue that it's you know, 15 shades of brown, but I think there's mm. enough colour on there where it needs to be. You've got the Bright black and yellow striped hazard signs. Uh, all of the special objective markers are again marked in the hazard tokens, bright red uh, and greens on there.
0: Flamy, blowy up stuff on the map, which is quite nice. Mm. Yeah, even down to the cards. The cards are typically horrifying when we think about you know aliens. They uh, there's some disgusting stuff on the uh, on the alien cards, on the spawn cards, and on the boss cards especially. The rulebook is uh, printed full color. Again, beautiful artwork through it. I say beautiful, terrifying. Like you're watching an action film, basically. This is how this game feels like. It feels like an action movie.
3: Yeah, it's, it's not trying to be pretty. It's... No,
0: exactly. It's not trying to be a beautiful game. It's trying to evoke a, a feeling.
3: This is that like, die-hard scene of, like, here come the aliens. Better hope we uh, survive. Yeah, exactly that. And, oh, boy, did it, it evoke that. It yeah. really.
0: Oh, my God. We'll get into the, how we how we vibed with it a little bit later on. But, yeah, there was some serious, serious stress. Serious, stress. Stress. Stre- I can't even talk, That's that stressful? It's like a swam sponge. <laughs> yeah, exactly, a swam sponge. Um, we get, also get, which I'm always a fan of, I love me some custom dice. Yeah. There's some funky yes. sides yeah. I think on the dice.
1: The core part of the game is sort of dice drafting, so you have your own custom dice. Uh, at six different symbols on the dice? Yeah. Yep. So there's d D6 with six different symbols, and it, it ultimately, you know, it's boiling down to dice drafting, trying to look for the symbols that you want, with a one in six chance of something bad happening. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, Well, you
2: say that. Sometimes it's feed
3: me the aliens. Yeah,
1: Yeah. bring the aliens closer so I can shoot them with my big guns.
3: Love me some custom dice and you also have some... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying it's nice that the custom dice are also purely a picture reference as opposed to you have to learn what each one means it's a case of do i roll that symbol that symbol matches with that That's symbol on that card so it's not a case of me would, going yeah. oh yeah do i roll x what does x mean okay x means this thing from a reference sheet no it's did i roll a spanner do i have a space for a spanner <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. yes exactly. I do. exactly
1: it's quite easy and it's got to be straightforward yeah. like like with the the flow chart board movement yeah. thing yep. everything needs to be very um easily available Because of the way the game plays.
0: Exactly. And with the one bad side being a nice red colour, you can immediately resolve it
1: because,
2: yeah. And then you've got your ammo dice when you're shooting in a nice military green. It's
0: your standard D6, isn't it, I guess, but... Designed to spin and no, spin and spin. It's not. And spin it's, it's, not.
1: not. it's a
2: spin-down
3: <laughs> dice. Yeah. The, di- the faces are in the wrong order and it drove me nuts. <laughs> I made this comment but okay, okay, okay. we're a special lot that we can look at a dice and go, that dice is wrong. That dice is, yeah, we are a special lot. Quite I
2: sure. hadn't noticed. Why did you tell me that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone needs to share
2: my pain, so...
0: <laughs> but also, quite interestingly enough, these and I know, I, I'm, I swear this must have been a deliberate choice, the dice are very rounded corners. So they will mm. spin, which in a real-time game will drive you crazy. Yeah,
2: i I'm, I'm got to the point where I'm poking my finger on top of it. It's, it's clearly flat enough that I'm yeah. not aj- adjusting what it's going to be. But, but it... my God, stop.
0: <laughs> stop spinning. Stop spinning.
3: You're, pro- you're, uh, pro- you're, you're providing the uh, the dice trays for us to use was a, a, a brilliant oh, idea. Thank you. And, uh, we would have, actually,
1: we would have yeah. s- been a yeah. lot more stressed, I think, if the dice were uh, uh, Running around my... Game. Yeah. We had
3: one. We had someone. Yeah. Someone dropped a dice at one point. This guy. Sorry.
0: Uh, <laughs> quite right, and then I like would say it's relatively few tokens, actually. It's just mostly minis. Well, there are some tokens which you use for tracking things like health on bosses and some special effects, but not massive amounts of card that you'd have to stick on the the map no, itself. It's pretty much
2: everything on the board. There's a few uh, objective tokens, which are card, nice quality, nice and thick, nicely coloured, uh, clearly detailed, as we said, with those dice icons. Everything else is... Yeah, off the board, and in very limited quantities, you get a few weapon and item cards, mm-hmm. which again, you pull at certain points in the game, and you just place them in front of your beautiful little character tracker, which I yeah. see Tommy's eyeing it's, up. It's yeah, let's it's look at that. It's sort of recessed, yeah. So we get, we've it's got basically a, a shaped. player board shaped like a
0: gun, kind of like. Yeah. Oh, it is. I hadn't really it's noticed It's kind that. of like a yes. handgun.
1: I'm not sure that was really the intention, but it's it's recessed to have two spots for you to carry guns. And- yeah sort of slot them in underneath your uh, character.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's also got like some spaces for uh, hit point tracking. And uh, that's pretty much it on there. I mean, it's a fairly simple character board. You're not constantly having to look down at what your character does. It just has one line on what your special ability is, which, again, the... More limited information, probably the better in a game like this.
1: Yeah, definitely, yeah. And even the um, the the cards, the the basic equipment, the various loot cards that you get throughout the course of the game, and the alien tech cards that you get for defeating bosses, they're all relatively similar in layout. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have items sort of as a generic category, and then you have weapons and pretty much everything that is um, uh, organised for you to use. We'll just have a couple of symbols on there, and it's a case of dice drafting to match the symbols in order to be able to use that item or load that gun in order to be able to shoot whatever alien is in front of you.
3: It's quick to look at it and Mm. go, I I can understand how to use it. Mm. Whether it's efficient or not is another question, indeed. but I think that's probably part of the plan of the game. It's a case of, I've got this weapon based on these rolls, doesn't it make it better than one I've got. Mm-hmm. We'll have to play out and see. And I definitely played out and solved my You day. did. You, mm. There was a lot of,
4: damn it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think if someone had the right inclination, they could math the crap out of this oh, in terms of good. the dice. Yeah. There's, there's such tiny margin between is it better to roll three dice that need a five plus or two, two dice, dice that need up. a four oh, plus. Yeah, so exactly. So you need a
3: Warhammer player to walk in and sort of say like, ah, well, here you go. I rolled this 5,000 times. I can tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah.
0: quite. Right, anything you guys want to talk about in terms of components and art sign before I move on to mechanics?
3: Uh, I guess I've got the uh, one thing I've to point out which I thought was quite neat but I think as a seam on staple is the uh, little, I don't know what you call them but the little undercaps for the um, player pieces where obviously they are all just grey and there's no distinction between okay, who are you apart from a quick glance mm-hmm. as the like referencing a, a, a stand miniature to a picture which when a couple of the characters are just beefy dudes in power armor is a bit of a okay who am i but yeah the addition of the little thing is, is quite nice again for the game which is quick fire real time um it's nice to have that quick like i'm yellow cool i need to move yellow exactly, yeah that yeah.
2: identification ring is super helpful oh
0: yeah okay so let's get into the core cool mechanics of the game uh, simon as you always answer this question for me how do we win a game of project elite
2: we just got to get out of here man <laughs> actually no that's not quite no, true take
1: off Nuke the site from orbit it's the only way to be sure
2: <laughs> yeah i've not come across that scenario just yet. <laughs> uh, essentially there are i, I believe five crashed, so yeah i believe there's five main uh types of game you can play different objectives uh, so there'll be recon there'll be trapping aliens there'll be demolition all of these involve you moving out from your base starting play- position fighting the waves and waves and waves of aliens which spawn every single round uh getting yourself to specific locations on the board achieving the objective there and then again surviving the hordes that will chase you back to base and making sure they don't invade before the time runs out or you all die
1: yeah and the and the achieving the objectives is again dice drafting you're looking for certain symbols and you're leaving dice on those objectives in order to try and complete them and it And an important distinction there is that when you leave a dice on one of those objectives, it's locked, which means you can't get it back during the round.
2: Yeah, everybody gets four action dice, uh, which involve your movement, your ability to load and shoot your weapon, your interaction with search tokens, your ability to... uh, I never know what's called, the one with a pointy finger. Well, we keep saying... Your operation button. It's finger. Two finger. How many many fingers is this going (laughs) to take? (laughs) Checking for Wi-Fi signals. That was my Wi-Fi finger. Um, Wi-Fi finger. And then you've got your, your mechanic spanner on there as well. So each of the objectives will require a different commitment of that type of dice. You need to roll onto that specific dice face, commit it to the objective. You're then one of your four action dice down. Most of the objectives require three or four dice to be committed so generally you need to do this in pairs or trios mm-hmm. if someone goes it alone and commits all four of their action dice to yes. that to that objective yeah. oh they're yeah. not going anywhere because they can't move because they're all of their action dice mm. are committed and you need an action dice to be yeah. able to move with some exceptions you can get up um, certain item equipment or certain character classes have an ability to basically move for free at the end of an action phase But yeah, quite often, once you are committing your dice to an objective, you are locked into that.
0: 100%. And uh, it sort of goes without saying, if you hadn't got it by the, the gist of what we've been talking about so far, this is a cooperative action game. So we are working together to fulfill these objectives before getting the hell out of here and going home. But let's move on to the process of how the game plays. It's done in a variety of phases, technically five phases, starting with the event phase. So, Nick, do you want to explain the event phase for us a little bit?
3: Yeah, pretty simple. Start of the game, you, depending on the difficulty you play it as, you will shove a certain number of event cards, which I assume, based on what it says, are. Probably more difficult as they go up in number. Yeah. Uh, you put a number of those is, which dictates how many rounds you play. Which I think is always eight. By it's the be, of it. Yeah, it's
0: going to be eight rounds every time. Yeah. And then
3: pretty simple. You flip it at the start of the round and see how the game screws you.
0: And some of those events are pretty nasty, actually. There kind of ongoing on. effects.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The starting event
3: that we had uh, prevented us
1: from using any of our special abilities for the entire of the first round. Mm. Uh, we had an event that moved a load of enemies. Just Mm -hmm. straight off the bat, unexpected movement, then you have to change what you're planning to do for the round.
0: And it's probably important to note as well. We talked about how you win. I suppose, Tom, how do you lose a game of Project Elite?
1: Oh, I imagine you lose the game in a lot of different ways. You do? We didn't lose. (laughs) We didn't lose. We won this one.
0: But yeah, you would lose the game either by any of the aliens reaching your base or by any single member of the Project Elite squad dying or just by running out of time, which is the event. Yeah, which is the events that Nick talked about there. Cool. Once we've got the event phase, we then spawn some aliens. So uh, this is horrible. You basically have a little deck of cards, which is the alien spawning cards, the Swarm Spawn. still can't say that properly. <laughs> swarm Spawn. Uh, you will draw a bunch of those according to your difficulty and the number of players that you've got, and they are going to put the matching aliens on the board.
2: It sounds pretty simple to start with, but when it's spawn three aliens at spawn point two and then another four aliens at spawn point two, and then two more aliens at spawn point two <laughs> Because it, there's, there's only three spawn points on the game. And, the, well, the hard difficulty we just did, it was five spawn, five alien spawns per yeah. Yeah. round. Yeah. And it can be up to five aliens per card. So, Which doesn't sound too bad. On any... the worst draw, you could get 25 aliens yeah. flood the board in one go. Yeah. Oh and... my gosh. And
0: it's an important to know that as the aliens come onto the board, if there's, they'll always go into very specific areas. There's little egg sort of symbols that are printed on the board, and you can only spawn them there. And there's what's it, four or five in each spawn point roundabout. Yeah. yeah. So as you're adding extra aliens in, they're sort of conga lining the rest of their yep. buddies downwards. So obviously, if you have to put an alien in the spawn point three, and there's no more egg spaces for you to put the alien, you have to bump them down the map.
3: And they can keep bumping each other mm. a long way down. One giant go. conga line across the board. And these little arrows. Sometimes you won't exactly see where little arrows pointing. You think, yeah, it, it, it's it's fine to put a guy there. You you commit to putting him there. A couple of actions later, you move them. You're like, oh, oh, wait. That's a conga line that's going to push someone who's about seven spaces away. And, <laughs> oh, boy. That's, uh,
0: that's going to be a problem. So after we uh, do some swarm spawning, we then spawn some bosses. Which is kind of cool. We've got these horrendous bosses, which we talked about.
1: Yeah, there's a whole range of different bosses. What, sort of 10 or 12 of them? Yeah. And this is the retail version, right? This is the retail it box. The retail version, so it's not Simon's classic. Um, Here's five boxes of Kickstarter bonuses and expansions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the retail version alone has, I think, 12 bosses. Each of the bosses has their own special abilities, They function differently from each of the uh, individual minion types, Mm -hmm. and um, they carry their own special uh, ability, Uh which may interact with the board, it might create slime puddles that that move other monsters, they might prove to be extremely dangerous at close range or long range. Um, Move their bodies around. yeah, Yeah, it gives them some variety. and. As you'll go through the game, because there's eight rounds and obviously a number of objectives to complete, you'll probably end up getting most of the bosses out.
0: Yeah, especially if, uh, if you're playing on a harder difficulty. They've also got their own health points as well, whereas most of the, the bad guys on this, you'll kill in one shot. Uh, the bosses will take a little bit more work to take down.
2: Yeah, they do take some hammering, and as Tom said, they all have their own unique impact. Some of them will directly damage the players, others will be a rallying cry to everything on the board and make the aliens flood that much quicker, make them all attack like out of turn, if you will.
3: Mm. I think even thematically somewhere in the deck I saw someone drew out was the boss killer weapon, which uh, pretty much did two extra damage to something, which for the mini-guys, eh, pointless, but for the bosses... Amazing. I don't think anyone used it in the end, but it, it definitely did... No. Oh. We, we had
1: a few weapons like that. We had a grenade mm. launcher on our side oh, of the table yes, that, that you guys did. allowed us to kill yeah, all the goodies. three bosses yeah. in one
2: round. My thumper did some yeah. great devastation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and
0: Nick were just drowning in bad guys and you mm. go just like oh I've got this amazing new weapon <laughs> oh,
3: that's great I mean I would we'll, we'll say yeah Simon and Tom were drowning in bosses as well which that's is true, a that's an amount of, of direness in the situation but yeah killing a boss does give you a, a, a choice of an extra item card or a weapon card to have off of them which alleviates some of the pressure there the stress mm-hmm. it gives but, you access to special stuff yes. yeah, you, you yeah.
2: essentially alien harvest death. the alien tech mm. from the the dead body and there's some really cool stuff in there would Very you? very clutch items some are more thematic. One of my mm. favourite was a uh, weird weapon called a scorpion, which we <laughs> think generally when you see the volume of alien creatures that are piling onto the board, that you wouldn't want to get them nearer you. But with this one, you actually pull them up to three spaces closer, which if it isn't a reference to Mortal Kombat, then <laughs> it, must be, it yeah. has yeah. to be. But yeah, it's very rare. much really okay, so come here. Yeah, I was absolutely. a
1: big fan of the stress beacon, which is not a weapon but looks like an alien egg or something similar, and uh, you can activate it to lock down three enemies of your choice at the end of the action phase. Came in very handy. And since handy. the enemies very handy. move after your action phase, you can basically create um, blockages on the the big flow chart of the board. You can say, this guy at the front of the queue is going to lie down and take a break, and everyone who's behind him, unless they've got a way to route around him, suddenly is stuck, which is super, super handy.
0: It was super good. Yep. and uh, Yeah, so killing those bosses will give you great rewards. So it's high risk, high reward, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, so far, so normal. We are drawing cards, putting things onto the board, doing events, and then we get to what I feel is the meat of this game, which is the action phase, which is real-time madness. Oh, yes. You call
2: it the action phase, I call it the panic phase. Oh, yes. <laughs> The the pure
0: two minutes of pure stress. Do you want
2: want heart palpitations?
0: You will be getting them here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, after you put all this horrendous stuff on the board, you've spawned a bunch of aliens, some 20 or so minis that are on there, you've just got two minutes of rolling dice frantically.
3: Which sounded like a lot when I first read it, and then was not a lot at all. It really isn't. Especially with the old app you had, which was screaming at us every minute and 30 seconds. Yeah, it was
0: unbelievable
2: oh Oof. yeah that app is kind of cool i mean it's essentially just a, t- a timer it's, it's a t- round t- counter and a timer but it's got this thematic music and every yeah as, as nick says every 30 seconds there's a bit of a a beat and then volume or whatever yeah, a shout version
3: yeah. of the countdown theme tune yeah, yeah. and then with, with 30 seconds to go <laughs> that, there's this almighty ah, ah, and no. then suddenly okay what i'm actually <laughs> rolling for now and of course,
2: any planning that you've made beforehand is already well out of the oh, window yeah. before you get to that 30 seconds remaining. Like, well, shit, am I going to try and get to the objective and constantly yeah. roll my dice to get four of the right dice on it? Or am I just going to try and take out all of the aliens around me?
1: Yeah, so the interesting thing is you don't take turns. It's mm. As you say, it's real time. Everyone is rolling dice. They've all got their own dice. You are dice drafting. You roll all of your dice if you get a red symbol which is as we mentioned before the sort of the bad stuff happens when you have to move an alien you have to resolve that first and then everything else you can choose to resolve which is a case of matching symbols on your equipment cards Or you just roll the dice again, Mm -hmm. and and you just keep rolling them over and over and over again. Until you get what you need. Until you get what you need Mm -hmm. to load your gun and shoot an alien in the face, or activate your med kit. Or
0: Or run the hell away. Run away,
1: (laughs) move, move, search for
3: more loot, or accidentally create a giant conga line of aliens (laughs) on the other side of the board. It almost doesn't let you plan, because a lot of the times I found when I was rolling, I was having to just sort of say, right... Does this work for my current situation? I can, I can technically move. I need to. I know I need to move like three spaces to get to that um, objective. I need to get to, or to close to that monster, so I can shoot him. The alien, sorry. Mm. Um, but do I instead roll two movements, or in fact, does someone else roll two movements, move some aliens around in front of me, stop me moving? like, Okay, so I don't no longer need to move now. I need mm. to worry about shooting instead. And oh, I re-rolled about four guns earlier. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, more than once. We had a situation where. Uh, an
1: alien was moved just into your range, yeah, which, which, is is a, which is great. Nice. You find yourself with a loaded weapon, and it's suddenly so, an alien comes to you, which is great.
0: It creates some amazingly cinematic moments. Yeah. So I'm obviously I'm focused on trying to get my thing, like get my gun loaded, and then I'm like, I need to move, and then one of the guy, the aliens dies next to me, and suddenly one of them jumps out in front of my character, I'm like ah, bam. It was just yeah, it's a cool. It's cool. It's stressful, but it's
3: cool. I like yeah. this real time oh, yeah. madness. Two
1: minutes of shouting and
3: yeah. yeah, just a lot of shouting. That was one I was surprised with because when it when it first happened, I'm guessing probably because uh, you uh, Wayne and uh, Simon, you've played it before. I'd say because um, <laughs> mm-hmm. you guys instantly started just dictating your turns and your thought process. Yeah, yeah. and I was sat there going, I'm just going to start rolling, and then I was like, oh shh. Damn, everyone is yelling. Oh, got yes, to join oh, it. Join, yeah. And that was it. <laughs> and then instantly it became just four people yelling at the table, like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this moving. And then it was occasional, I would hear someone go, I shot one. I'd be like, under my breath, good. No, good. No, good. <laughs> we good. we
2: started that pretty much as soon as we first played it. Because I think we tried a round or two and we, we I think we in discussion with uh was it Nick we were, another Nick, we other, Nick yeah. other Nick. And we all went Oh, I didn't know you'd could. You didn't, you'd done that. If, if I'd yeah. known, like, okay, from now on, everyone basically narrate your doing. story. It's
0: mm. just, even though, because it's so hard to pay attention when you're rolling because you're so focused in what you have to do and what you have to get. And obviously you have two minutes, it's stressful. But I found that even just through the dictation, occasionally someone will say something like, I've got that locked down or this objective's done. Then I'm like, okay, yep, mm. I, I, I don't have to worry about that now. I can do something else. Thing. Or,
1: or or having someone on yeah. the other table who who, you know, spots a timer behind you and says we've got forty seconds left and you're like exactly. okay, hang on, I need to Yeah, I was doing, doing I was my doing best this. to
2: keep an eye on the time outside mm. of the alarm bells at thirty seconds, yeah, just exactly to give a, a vague idea of where we're at. But uh, yeah, it's a very, very cool mechanic to have that combined pressure of I know what I need to do, someone else around me is failing or constantly moving around like, Oh, I need to get to there to do that. Mm-hmm but they're getting swarmed so I need to now move and reorient. I quite like if I roll for example two guns uh, on my die and I only need one to load my gun, I'll keep both to one side. Yeah. Which will temporarily lock up those dice, but it means I can shoot, roll mm. my ammo dice if I get a hit cool. I can instantly reload the gun. If I don't need to move, I can shoot the next thing. Sometimes I might just sit there with a loaded gun and wait for something to move to me.
1: Wait for someone to move
3: a monster to you or for you to roll the monster moves. It's quite
2: flexible in terms of
0: what you can keep aside. Mm. It just means you have less rolling
3: yeah one of the things you point out as well when reading the rules obviously you're making a point of it is using a dice isn't a case of just yelling oh i've rolled it in my little area in front of me i will point and use that no no there's a physical movement to it you, in the rule book yeah. it says you must yeah. put it aside Where right. you have to pick it up and put it somewhere else and obviously i think the gist of it was like obviously the cards have symbols yes and i was putting it on there i'm, su- I'm assuming that's, that's what it. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but it was a case of yeah every now and then you sort of i, I will i will find myself rolling seeing something, doing it and going, oh no, wait, I need to move that dice somewhere Mm -hmm. and then move it back in again and keep rolling.
0: It's part of the built-in difficulty of the game because you have to have a... I suppose a tactile sense of stress and tension which but wastes a bit of time.
1: The one that always got me was you roll a bunch of dice and you're like, oh, I've got the stuff that I want. And then you're like, oh, hang
3: on, there's a red dice. I, I must do that this. first.
0: Take that out, do that, and then go back into it.
3: Oh boy, moving things. Some, sometimes moving things in the middle, during the action round was easy. It was a, I'll move the thing at the back. That was uh-huh. fine. But then you got to a point where... When it's slammed. When you are ugh. trying to sit there and trying to work out when you are surrounded by aliens, <laughs> which one can I move to not hurt me and then eventually you just give up and reach across the table and move someone else's alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, that, I'm to move, somebody move that on yeah. the side of the yeah. board. Yeah. They'll deal with that. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay for
2: that later. And, and because, <laughs> because you get this planning stage before the chaos starts, you we, at least in two rounds, suggested that only you guys moved aliens on your end of the board because yeah. any movement our end would be catastrophic. It would be horrendous. Yes. So you were any so time, slammed. Any time Tom or I rolled that red side of the dice and an alien had to be moved, I was just shouting, yeah, move something. Yeah, we just yelled. I was like, oh, okay, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we deal
1: were, with the swarm. We were, We've got three yeah, bosses. We had,
2: yeah. Three bosses with a total of about 12 health yeah, between that. them, it's plus another 8 or 9 going. aliens, are like, okay, we need to do a lot of damage in a very yeah. short period. You realise how short 120 seconds yeah. are when you have to roll yeah. 12, 15, 20 guns on a six-sided dice in a row, plus then the ammo dice to get confirm yeah. the hit, yep. do oh the damage.
0: Worrying about moving the aliens Oof. as well. And then once that's, oh my god, after all of that stress, which is great, and we'll talk more about the feeling that it evokes, it does evoke some great feelings. Um, at that point, after you're done, You then activate the aliens that are remaining on the board. So anything that you kill obviously comes off immediately during the game. But this is where you pay for your sins of resolving those red (laughs) faces on the dice and moving those aliens across the board. Because not only do they move closer, they will then move again on their turn. Well, they
1: use all of their own special abilities at that point. And they'll be moving a lot faster than when they're just conga-lining across the board during the action phase. Oh, yes. So... There are three uh, basic types of monsters. That's you right. You have your um, big fleshy dogs, the <laughs> runners, uh, <laughs> Do who, who only uh, only hurt you if they move into your space. Ribbed for your but terror. But they move really fast. Uh, yeah. Ribbed for your Ooh. terror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's... Jesus. Oh, dear. Um, you have the biters. <laughs> Sorry.
4: <laughs> get out of your system man. <laughs> oh my god okay. oh dear. biters you biters. have the
1: biters and the biters are um, able to attack people who are in an adjacent space and they move a medium amount of speed
2: This is like your melee combatants yeah, yeah,
1: mid-range guys your short-range uh, yeah. attacks and then you have the uh, shooters who are the sad-looking fellows with the guns for us. They sort of plod
0: along slower. Yeah,
1: they move very slowly, but they have a long range, and they can shoot you and do extra damage from a long way away. So you have to be careful about which enemies that you are adjacent to or within three spaces of, because when the action phase ends, they might then suddenly find themselves
3: within range to shoot you, and you you're going to take some I damage. I've had a few yeah. times when Wayne was sort of uh, helping me on my side. There was where <laughs> that 30 second time of ring yeah. and I just get a, 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 a yell from him to For fall back. Away. Run, run away. away. Yeah. Run away. Yeah. I'm like, really? Oh yeah. yeah. So sort of glancing two squares up and saying, ah, uh, there's a horde of people there which are going to shoot me which unfortunately yeah. happened at one point. Like, move,
2: move. Very yeah. crucial tactic. If you can't wipe out the majority of the things on your board or at least in your proximity you need to get, get out, out there. there. Don't, out don't out end
1: there. your action phase right next to a load of monsters. It's bad news. Yeah, even with
2: my character, who doesn't take damage from being pushed by aliens, which is likely to happen when you're in close, being in one, two, or three spaces of some of these creatures, particularly the bosses, which just do area effect on top mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. then like, igniting mm. the, the standard alien effects. My God.
1: Particularly this boy, Thrax, oh, yeah. who is basically some sort of weird combination of a, a rhino and a, a muscle, uh, like a, uh, uh, a bodybuilder. It's oh, just the hooks. glutes. Got the Lots glutes. of hooks and muscles. Muscles and a fabulous ass. Yeah, the glutes on that guy was the
3: first thing. He squats, man. He's
2: an yeah. he hulk that squats. I, mean. yeah.
1: <laughs> I was thinking more of like a hooked horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a thinking the,
2: the shooters as well, I need to mention. Remind me of, I can't quite remember the name of it, but one of the classic Doom <laughs> <laughs> characters oh, yes. with the cannons for arms. Yes. I can't remember what they're
1: Possibly called. Possibly an amalgamation exactly of two different types. Yeah, I see what I just
0: can't stop giving it. This dude's ass. <laughs> That's anyway, like so good. Turn away. Let's turn his fabulous ass away. What a great scope. Dro-
2: drop a comment on wherever you're finding us, and if you want, I'll upload a specific picture for you of uh, of the not, butt. Not
0: safe for work. Like the NSFW <laughs> model model butt. <laughs>
3: Anything else you guys want to chat about for core mechanics before I move on? Yeah, just on the moving of the aliens. It, it's, it's an interesting one where you can see the the arrows, and obviously they are pretty much most of the squares have at least like three or more of them, at least coming in and out of them. There's a, there's a couple of ways you can send someone out. So most of the time an alien isn't forced to follow an exact route. You've got some leeway to have yeah. them move around. Like,
0: they'll follow the arrows... Yeah.
3: Left or right, but or diagonal. occasionally you'll find like, okay, this guy can move diagonally left or up, and so you can you can kind of. I wouldn't say it. It didn't exactly feel cheating, but it kind of felt like you were being smart on against the aliens, where you're like, oh, I'm moving you. Um, Inefficiently. Yeah. They yeah. It's, are it's all, a game about yeah. strategic they're queuing. Always, yeah. They're always advancing. <laughs> yeah. They're always advancing most of the time, but yeah, you can you can strategically tell them like, how where to queue yeah. up. Like as we, they're in COVID times. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, we did have that one occasion yeah. where on the on where me and Wayne pretty much took the the right hand side of the board, there was a situation where there was I would say I think it was about fifteen aliens around it's us. Lots of models, and it was horrible. I think we did manage to move when they all moved into that position. It was a case of okay, they can all skirt around my character based yeah. on these two spaces. I got shoved. I think it was about twice or something. Um, but yeah, it just it did meant that I. Just, I'm imagining
0: just like a, a like a Zerg rush is just yeah. sort of
3: rushing past you. Like, yeah, they will just pile. Just they don't really care about you like, per se. You're yeah. just in the way. Yeah. Of like, like oh, of I them. didn't take any damage. Good, good, good. Oh, I've got nowhere to move next turn. Cool, better hope I roll some guns. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Alrighty, um, let's talk about the theme gameplay
0: interaction. Um, Nick, does Project Elite feel thematic, and do you feel like the gameplay works together with the theme?
3: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, this, as I said, it, it evokes that sort of last stand in the movie where the alien horde is coming. You've got to get that last to and get out. Then, oh boy, does it does it deliver on that mm. promise? There, it's yeah, m- mwah, especially thematic. Starship troopers. Yes. Yeah. The bugs are coming over the walls. Oh yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Simon, so, mean, what do you reckon?
2: Yeah, I, I couldn't put it better. It, it oh, it's so good. It it were, really there is.
1: were yeah, absolutely times where both sides, you know, because they're they're flooding around both ends of the ship, and we're trying mm-hmm. to hold the choke points on either end, and they're they have effectively flooded to the point of overflow on both sides of the ship, and we're desperately trying to sort of discuss before the action phase starts the best way to try and deal with the fact that. Any negative rolls that would happen are going to have sort of pretty dis- disastrous consequences. Oh god! Yeah,
2: yeah. I I think I was very lucky having the character I did that had that exo suit on that could mean he was pushed back uh, during the action phase. Because if I moved at least four spaces, if I hadn't had that, they they'd have, have either they'd have either damaged mm. the crap out of me or they'd have run well around me. Yeah. And as important to remember as them damaging you is them them just getting past you and getting nearer the base than you are Mm. because most i mean to start with the weapon i had had a range of one so i could only Mm. shoot stuff immediately next to me until i upgraded to the grenade launcher which thankfully tom had found for me and passed over i I, I, I was i mean i was i was (laughs) successfully shotgunning the crap out of everything in a one space Mm. radius but unless i could then move up or chase back i couldn't if something got past me i couldn't hunt Mm. it down quick enough
1: yeah and and the range is a real limitation on some of the weapons because you need to try and get to some of the objectives that might be on the other side of the board. Oh yeah. You know right near where the enemies are going to spawn. And unless you can clear the board and give yourself some breathing room, you need to worry about the guys behind you as much as you need to worry about the guys in front of you. Mm, yeah.
2: And it all adds to that shock fear element. Yeah. There's even one of the events I'm looking at here the shell shock that if you don't clear it everyone just suffers one damage to start the round, which might yeah. be the end of the game. Mm-hmm. You pull the event, you can't sort it out because you've got three other objectives to clear. Yeah. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. the stress has completely got to at least one of you. We You inherently you you yeah.
3: forget. You're just in this kind of, yeah, like that 30-second timer is like, okay, I've got 30 seconds. You can't count 30 seconds no. and do the rest of the game. And there was occasions where that second bell would ring and I'd be like, oh no, that's the end. That's it, you're done.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this game is immensely thematic and I think the gameplay is is absolutely spot on. That real-time element gives a real cinematic feel as stuff just kind of happens around you. There was a great example in our game where I managed to get to a second uh, our second objective where me and Nick were controlling one side of the board. I basically sp- banked all of my dice, committing them to this one objective, and I'm out. I'm imagining my guy's like, he's setting C4 in, or or she, sorry, she was setting C4 in this alien nest, like, shouting hold the line just hold the line for me and all the while Nick can't load his gun yeah. he's like yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. he's like, yeah. he's like, pat- like
3: panicking he can't like just, just, getting the gun getting the shots off God. but just never rolling yeah not rolling a gun at all just, just it's oh, not loading six it's time. jamming and watching just, me move monsters up Rolls yeah. moves I can't use yeah so and I've then, got
0: this great cinematic yeah. image
3: in my head and, and, and then then the, the s- alien's coming closer and he's like
0: Ugh.
2: Yeah. and at the same point at the other end of the ship we were getting absolutely swarmed by the hell bosses and I'm I'm here like I need a bigger gun <laughs> and then Tom's like, how about this? Yeah. Oh, thumper, okay. Well, I,
1: I had the gun, but unfortunately <laughs> there were like five aliens in between us, so I had to sort of carve a way back to you as well.
3: That point where you you commit all your dice thinking, this objective needs to get done, and then you sit there and you're like, oh, now i can't contribute and i get to yeah. watch that's you me just watch the stress in the other person oh dude that yeah, was, yeah. it's like it's holding... the alien stream past you towards your bed. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's
2: holding the door shut as the someone thumbs against it it's holding yeah. the lever up so the power stays on it's you know keeping your thumb in the the leaking pipe it's all of that busting yeah. together and get, mm. then and like, ah crap and then more right
1: it's great,
0: and then more. Sport and, than it's, then...
1: and it's even worse when you have an event on the board that also requires you to commit dice yeah. as well. You really have to be careful about when you can complete objectives and when you can deal with the events that are going to happen. Mm. Uh, especially if you want to try and be effective at the same time. If you've mm. got a boss to kill. Don't even think about the objective, or well, not unless you get really lucky with the dice. Yeah.
0: Let's move on to the gameplay flow, and it's kind of a weird one. I always ask about turn length in this game. <laughs> right. It's two Wait, minutes, Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> two minutes. I, I, know, I know, I know. Sorry, t- turn length in games generally when we do these reviews or, or um, our Wii played series. But it's kind of not really relevant no, because turn length no. is just everyone goes and, at the and same the time.
1: The resolution outside of the action phase sort of time limit is also reasonably quick as well. It's it flows about as well as it can flow, right? I mean,
0: I don't feel like there's not like a shed load of admin that you do outside of the action phase. I feel like that's resolved quite quick.
2: Yeah, there's a the more aliens on the board, the more kind of working out where you want to move them all. But really, that shouldn't take too long. Yeah, and you're not going to sit here for ten minutes planning the next round, because once you've done two rounds, you know that any plan you make has gone to shit anyway. So
3: there's no point. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you get a general well, you kind of do that. I'll kind of aim for this and we'll just see how it goes. And it's a it's a fifty fifty coin flip. Whether that's going to go your way or not.
2: Yeah, if it doesn't go to shit, we'll get to objective A. <laughs> if it does go to shit, we'll get to objective B. If we're going to die, then just try and kill the nearest thing kill, until kill it looks better. Whatever's close, <laughs> yeah.
1: fall back. Yeah. We'll, we'll try again next round. So
2: how do you feel about the clarity of
0: the rules? Did this feel like a heavy rule set to you? and where would you put it on our general weighting scale of one to five where again five is your big box heavy twelve thousand book page <laughs> euro of doom and your one is more like your entry games where does this fit in there and how complex do you feel it is
2: for me it's pretty lightweight it's very much an action oriented game there are some rules you need to get your head around conceptually at the beginning in terms of what dice you require for what but it's not super complicated um each weapon has a range a line of sight requirement or not and then how many ammo dice you roll for and, and what what number you need on that dice to confirm a hit i basically look up for that one weapon that i'm rocking at the time or maybe if i happen to have a second weapon that's been found or gifted to me i try and keep both in in my mind it's normally a toss-up between this is easy to prep this one's harder to prep but does more damage uh, beyond that The alien flow, as we've discussed, is very much mandated by what's on the board. Mm -hmm. Everything else outside of the action is done at a pace that's manageable. I think it's not too complicated at all.
1: There were a few sort of FAQ moments where we had to sort of check the rules, but for the most part, yeah, the rules are fairly straightforward, quite light. The rulebook's only about 20 pages.
0: I actually find the rulebook relatively large for considering the the game, Mm. when you play it, it doesn't feel like a lot of rules, no. The, no. but I think it's just those edge cases that the rules and the rules do explain things in immense detail. So, which is a positive.
1: Yeah. Yes. You for the scenarios and the various different events yeah. and the as well
0: on
2: Yeah, there's a double yeah. page in there which yeah. is just the content, which yeah. as we discussed with all those minis, it takes up yeah, a
0: lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> lot of five five pages of scenarios, double page of content.
3: Yeah, when it's all when it's all out and down, you've explained. Okay, what's this symbol mean? What's this like? I came out and obviously. Symbols are plenty on the board, and I was looking all over it. And then, as soon as you said, give the five ten minute explanation, yeah, it was like, oh, okay, it's it, it for real. It's very reactionary when you're playing because you are just reacting to the dice that you're rolling. You have that plan in mind, and yeah, but again, it's it's the dice you roll, and with the game we play at least. Uh, three, two or three of the faces didn't actually do a lot unless no. you had something to use from, unless you found an item you just re-rolling our, our event was very our, our scenario is very simple of like you just roll more guns on the destruction I think it was called demolition demolition, yeah. Not demolition. Extermination. extermination yeah you got to a tile you rolled more gun dice and it was very simple and yeah it, it did mean that at least from my point of view as a first time game having essentially half the dice being a re-roll at the very start. Yep. It was like, a, oh, this is easy. Then it sort of led me in. And then when you started pulling cards, like, okay, now you need the activate icon. Now you need the spanner icon. Then yeah. it was like... But at that point, you... You figure out you you added the extra layer of complexity, even if Absolutely. it is complexity, onto yeah. It, and yeah. You yeah. it.
2: Yeah, I think it's, uh, that's a great description. We basically kicked you out the door as a grunt with a gun in your hand and said, Shoot stuff. Mm. You said, What about don't matter, shoot stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A
3: blood suit hero, yeah, yeah survive
2: Survive a couple of rounds and went, I found this thing. I wonder if, oh, yeah, that yeah, works.
3: That's, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: great. <laughs> yeah, um, if I'm gonna put a weight on it, I'm fearful that I kind of rate everything a three. But it is right bang in the middle. It mm, does even go low as 2.5 I, this yeah, one. Yeah, probably a, a 2.5 2. Yeah. maybe a 2.5. 2, 2, two and a half. Yeah, yeah maybe a two and a half. I could say even low too. So final thoughts then. Simon what did you like most about Project Delete? How does it make you feel?
2: I've never played a game that has well actually Fuse.
0: Fuse. Yeah is the real-time. only other
2: game I can think of that does this. But that two minute pure action chaos panic round <laughs>
0: you like that the most yeah it,
2: it, there's nothing like it to, and as we say you're kind of narrating as much for your own reassurance as anything i yeah. find like I'm, I'm loading my gun i've shot my gun it's a hit mm-hmm. yeah it's not because i need anyone else to know that it's mm-hmm. just i'm making sure i've followed the mechanic correctly uh-huh, <laughs> so, uh-huh. uh, but yeah that, i think that's
3: super fun it's just a big spectacle and it's it's quick. Like you I was sitting there when we were sort of halfway through our first game going, Oh, we're gonna die. We're gonna lose this one and then in the back of my head I was like, Yeah, but we're gonna play it again until we do it, because it's just quick, like what, two minutes over eight, uh, with a little bit of buffer time in between and it's like I could see us just like out. can knock out. this game yeah. out in an hour yeah. and then go for it again and then again and you then again. What you were playing. That's what yeah. we and did the, the first time, time yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what this, you like to so this this to echo Simon's point, the real time action phase is is you know it's the core of the game and it is the best bit about the game i have played a couple of other games like this mm. it bears a lot of resemblances to the exstorm enemy unknown board game
2: I'm uh, familiar with that, but not played it. But yeah, very. Which is uh, another one, you
1: know, another one that we should get to the table at some point, which yeah. involves a lot of screaming and, and <laughs> fries, uh, trying to resolve things. Uh, in it or make decisions under real time pressure in some sort of order, which is great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you have to be in the right sort of mood to play these games. Oh, definitely, you it's be ready ready for the time pressure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's not a it's, quiet evening. It's it's a, a stress. It's, yeah, but it's great. It's it's not. It's not like uh, an unpleasant experience. No, time. it's
3: it's 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 exhilarating. Yeah, exactly. You get the adrenaline yeah. pumping, and then you get that in between time to like, whoo, yeah. okay, chaos. And that, now, and that was sort yeah. of how Wayne would build it to us, which yeah. was
1: just
2: yeah, m- madness. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a pleasurable mania. Yeah,
0: exactly that. I will go a bit more conceptual, and uh, I think the thing I like most about Project Elite is how it evokes cinema. I feel like mm. it is super cinematic. So I'm visualising these crazy action movie, alien movie scenes in my head through the process of Nick rolling some dice and me going, ah! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. All the, you know, the, yeah. the Warhammer minis can make you feel like the Space Marine in the hulking suit, but nothing quite compares to the being thrown into the action like this. Yeah, it really di- gets you it's in.
0: super dynamic. Mm. It's a dynamic, constantly moving game. Yeah, great fun. Is there anything you don't like about Project Elite, Simon?
2: I just wish the dice settled quicker. <laughs> 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 Genuinely. Yeah. I was I find very little flaw, if any, in this um it, odd I coloured
0: it, it achieves what it aims to do, doesn't it? I, I think mean.
2: it does a great job of achieving what it sets out to do, yeah. As I say, it throws you into that hell on Earth or Hell on Mars
3: or whatever alien planet this is that yeah. the bugs
2: are creeping out of and yeah, lets you
3: let loose from a single play no it, it was it was great um i can't really think of anything i imagine it's maybe one of those games where as it is so quick if you did dig some time into it eventually it might get a bit stale but mm. even then it's random enough where i don't think it's gonna happen for a long while like you're not playing it to have that tactical i'm gonna figure out the game you're playing it to have this yeah this horde Experience, mode Yes. Yeah, yeah. and what you want out of it is is that excitement and it, it yeah it did that really well
1: uh, I, I think we mentioned this before but the fact well you've got some of the minis painted so it's not so much of a problem, but all of the base minis, the minions, the weak enemies being the same colour yeah. and two of the three having a similar silhouette is a bit of a pain in the ass It arse. could have been a very
0: easy fix I think production-wise yeah. yeah. um, when you consider other similar games from Yeah, Simon.
1: Yeah, But quick paint job and they were not a problem for this game, yeah. fortunately.
0: Hmm. I will pivot and say I, I have one criticism of Project Elite which stands out to me despite Again, I'll extol the virtue of this all day long. I have a blast. I don't feel this is a game you can get much better at. We played this on the hu- <laughs> we played this on the hardest possible difficulty, because that's how I roll. And I feel like there's not much to learn once you've you've played it. Yeah. You play it, you don't it doesn't say, for example, last week's episode on Raids of the North Sea, I feel like there's a lot more I can learn about that game. Yeah. And yeah, uh, a heap of other games that we've got. Root, for example. There is a lot I can learn about root. Yeah. I feel like there's not too much I can learn about this game.
3: No, definitely. When you said we're playing it on hard mode, I was like, oh, okay. I Guess we'll go in there with two new people. And then no, after playing that, I wouldn't want to play it on easy mode. Nor would I. No, it's exactly like the 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 excite, the the stress of playing that game on hard mode ma- made made it. the game. Yeah, yeah I agree. Looking at what it, the yeah, looking what, what it gets cut down with just like the the least the less number of aliens you get, it's like oh no. Hard mode, yeah,
0: all day long. So I suppose that would be my only critique. Does it bring the game down in any way for me? No, not in any way, but...
3: Yeah, I don't think it's
2: really a criticism. It is just a...
0: This is an experience game.
2: Yeah, it's a representation of the game type that it is. Uh It's, It's not trying to be... Dune or Blade Runner it is, as we've said a dozen times already, it's starship-proof. Isn't yeah. It's not trying to have levels and depth and it dumb, you know, re- revisit. Yeah. It's
3: about as a as it gets. You're yeah. rolling dice and just stuff. Big dudes, stuff. big guns, tiny hands, yeah. horrifying <laughs> aliens. <laughs> <laughs> dude's
0: got such small hands. tiny like. hands. He's oh such a gosh. beefy dude. Why, Why guy guy are they so shoot. small? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But, um, yeah, it doesn't bring in any way down. Okay, so who is this game
3: for? Dudes who want to shoot some aliens. Yeah, the, yeah. people that want. Yeah, just. Uh, yeah, you want to get that excitement. You want to pump that adrenaline. You want to get that. Yeah, you want to have that. Oh, tense moments of we're gonna conquer this. Oh no, the wave is hitting. Mm-hmm. Just anyone that wants. Yeah, that sort of experience of they want a they want a heart experience. Mm-hmm. They want something that's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be it's gonna be quick as well.
0: Yeah. We had a triumphant moment where there was a point where it looked like all was lost. We had like three bosses on the board. So we covered. were so screwed and I was like, don't worry guys, this round just we'll just batten down the hatches and we're going to shoot whatever's in front of yep. us. We're not going to worry about objectives. We're just going to gun clear out. And it's like when it's
3: over you're like, yes. Uh, <laughs> we there was did it. <laughs> Satisfaction you get from this game afterward when you see where, where we were playing, where we had the board, and whenever you killed a monster rather than putting it sort of away, you sort of had to quickly get it to the side. So they just end up with a pile of, of corpses. Corpses, I off love the side having bit. a kill count. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I, you know,
2: it is a fully co op game, but having that little competition of how many did you get more than, yeah, more than you? Yeah, you know, that, that look
3: back when you finish around like, oh, there are not a lot of aliens here. <laughs> yeah. We did really good. And then they'll see the trigger of, like, oh no, here they come again. Yeah, they're back. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: they're back, New yeah. wave. Yeah. I'd suggest maybe it's for people who've tried something like warhammer found it a bit slower paced oh yeah or a bit too slow paced because i i'll be honest i've only ever played warhammer properly once i found yeah. it took forever to get anywhere yeah partly it's that's because a- i'm you know learning how There's i was playing it yeah. this is very much a oh let's condense all of that four hours of game into this is candy. Yeah, you know, fifteen oh, minutes of. Well, sugar this wash. is
1: this is um uh, if you, if you want to stick to the sort of the games workshop parallel, this is like um a very fast paced version of something like Space Hulk.
3: Agreed. Yeah. yeah, this oh very much though, yeah. If you are a fan of yeah. those kind of games where, yeah, it's just hordes of aliens that you are to mow through. Then that's that's for you. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like this isn't for someone that wants a nice, calm night in. No. no, no, you definitely need to make sure that other people in the house aren't going to be uh, too upset about you screaming at each other while rolling dice. Yeah, exactly, and yeah, you're going to be
0: kind of stressed. Yeah. It's, I guess I want to draw a parallel, I don't know why, because it's in my mind to Nemesis. Mm-hmm. It's not the same type of, type of game at all, no, not, no, but no, it no. has that sense of you will not like that game if you don't like that sense, kind of a sense of dread. Yeah, Nemesis. Not the the same type of dread. Nemesis is a
2: creeping dread, where there's an inevitability to it. This is more of a. Holy fuck, what was that? Okay. (laughs) uh, is lots of
1: suspense and horror, and as we said before, it's it's a xenomorph. It's alien. Whereas this is in your face immediate Thread. action big
3: gun. Yes. one parallel stuff, yeah. that I can see I don't know if you've ever used it but have you ever played Escape from the Curse of the Temple i not no, no very no, similar no. in the terms that you've got custom dice we've so just got um, icons uh-huh. on them but rather than being a sort of an alien wave mode down it's a uh, you just, you're moving around a map that you're building at the same time I've seen it yes. it's like a tile generation Yes, your yes. You're, you're moving around yeah. a, 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 a maze essentially trying yeah. to get out there put tokens down and then get back in but same thing it's, it's timed it's real time your actions are all done simultaneously you're in dice that lock themselves and it's so I'd say yeah, it's escape. If you'd like to escape from the curse of the temple, this is a very similar vein, but more Ameritrashy in terms of yeah, your 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 mind at aliens as opposed to being Indiana Jones. Yeah. Okay. So final comments on Project Elite.
2: Pick a simple gun, load it, shoot it,
3: repeat. Enjoy. <laughs>
0: Nick, final thoughts on Project Elite.
3: Yeah, similar vein. Just yeah, find a weapon that hits easy and just gung ho, and then if you can help it, do the objective. Kill a boss
1: kill a boss and you steamroll. Because we we killed one boss and then from the boss we got a weapon that allowed us to kill the other two bosses. And then, well, for our side of the board, Simon and I were absolutely flush with gear.
3: Some uh, some greedy pair decided to steal the bosses from me and We had to deal with hordes. Uh, Just hordes (laughs) of bad guys. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you.
0: (laughs) I suppose, uh, final thoughts for me, I I can't but repeat what I said. This is uh, a cinematic alien game in a box. You're gonna love it. Spend 60 minutes. If you like crazy action, go buy it. It's uh, it's an absolute blast. Get some like-minded friends. Absolutely. And uh, enjoy enjoy Watch mowing down starship <laughs> troopers beforehand. <laughs> and then enjoy mowing down some uh, some green goo. Yeah, bad guys. just just throw yourselves into it. Yeah. Don't
2: don't try and outthink it. It's don't not think not that too hard. Yeah. It's
0: not a thing. Don't think about it. Just have fun. Yeah.
3: Have
2: fun. And and realize how. Difficulty is to operate 10 fingers <laughs> yes. with any precision <laughs> yes. mm. <Under> <laughs> in time a pressure. time limit. <laughs> in a time limit, under
0: time pressure, quite. Oh, my God. Thanks for listening to Board Stupid. Subscribe to us for updates and get future episodes of the show delivered directly to your ear holes via your favourite podcast service. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spelled Stupid UK, spelt B-O-A-R-D. You can also find us on our new Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash boardstupid Stupid UK one more time don't forget the B-O-A-R-D and look at all of the shiny shinies that Simon takes pictures of and at our home anchor.fm slash board Stupid again don't forget B-O-A-R-D if you like our content do us a massive favour give us a 5 star review wherever you can review us and share the links to the episodes on social media if you want any feedback comments or questions stick it in the comments below because we'd like to hear because we'd like to hear because we'd love to hear from you I'm going to keep that in Screw it. Have you played Project Elite? What do you think of the real time action phase? Have you played any games that also use a real time element like XCOM? Does this dice drafting, dice picking, kind of give you a panic attack? Thanks for listening. We'll catch you again real soon. and like, guys and girls,
2: it comes to the explain. Luck and baby! Hoorah! <laughs>